0: Dog Talk University. This is Tracy Hotchner, and I'm going back to the roots of this uh, t- this radio show, which was as a live radio show, as my show on Sirius XM for seven and a half years, Cat Chat, was a live show with callers and questions that I answered on the fly, uh, based pretty much on my research and knowledge from the cat Bible, everything your cat expects you to know, and the dog Bible, everything your dog wants you to know, I thought I would bring back a little a little spin-off, a little offshoot of Dog Talk and Kitties 2, and just talk about a particular subject that I know a lot of people have shown interest in. I recently did a blog on throwing up. Now, that seems sort of gross, and why would somebody want to know about your, their dog throwing up? But it's an important thing to know about, actually. it's it's People misunderstand what throwing up is all about, what it means, what the health consequences are, what you should do about it. There's just a lot of questions. And of course, you could read that section or sections in the Dog Bible. But the truth is that I think it's more fun and easier to sometimes take in information through your ears and lets you multitask and... Do your chores or your jogging or your dog walking or your driving and listen. Of course, this is being the very first Dog Talk University. If you like it and you find it of interest, feel free to write to me at radiopetlady at gmail.com. Ask me questions or propose topics of interest to you. And as time goes on, I'm going to start adding these into the Radio Pet Lady Network lineup. I think it's, uh, it's a value to a lot of people, and it's fun for me. It reminds me of what I know, and it keeps me sharp and smart and forces me to find out more things than I knew before. So the first thing I guess I, I want to describe is what it looks like when your dog vomits, because a lot of people, surprisingly the rest of us, have never seen their dog throw up. So I recently did a blog about it and I'll include a a link to that as well in case you missed the blog. But uh, the first thing you'll notice is your dog often drooling saliva, their mouth filling with saliva. That happens to people too sometimes when they feel extremely nauseous or feel vomiting coming on. Your dog will sit down usually, sometimes stand in a very rigid, strange position, maybe an arch in the back, and his sides will start heaving, as if a little engine, if you will, is is uh, gathering steam. There might be more drooling or saliva coming out of his mouth. And you might hear a kind of washing machine sound from their stomach as their, their sides are heaving, and often with increasing vigor. And then all at once, whoa, out comes this big pile of puke on the floor. In my house, as I said in the blog, it tends to be on a very nice carpet. There doesn't seem to be... Too much respect for the idea that, uh, that it should be on the floor of the tile or the wood or the, the, uh, the linoleum even that would be easier to clean up. Sometimes everything in their stomach comes up, so it's a, quite a large pile of stuff. Or if their stomach is empty, which is another way that they throw up, it'll, it'll just be some foamy liquid, maybe yellow or greenish in, in color. If your dog's stomach is irritated, throwing up would be part of the solution to that. So you may see some grass in the throw up or in the, the liquid as part of that they've been munching on as a part of their need to throw up, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Or you may see bits of what they were chewing on, it could be bone or stick or rawhide, or in some dogs' cases rocks. My dog Roma was a rock hound. Naughty bad girl. She liked to chew on rocks and if you try to take it out of her mouth whoops she'd swallow it everything from large pebbles to I don't know things that could easily have gotten stuck in her esophagus it is not good to have a rock chewing hound so for many dogs once they throw up and it should not be frequently maybe once or twice a year is normal it is, is sort of a fair way of judging it and your dog throws up and then seems to feel perfectly fine and goes his merry way It may have just been something irritating in his stomach that you saw come up, and the drama's over. He's thrown up, you've cleaned it up, and there is no cause for alarm in that kind of throwing up. But often there are other elements to it. And since gastrointestinal problems are a big reason that people go to the vet or call the vet, which is really a good idea, it's never a mistake to do that, to call or to go in. It's something that's really worthy of, of looking at in, in detail. So we'll take a quick break. I'll have some of my sponsors from Dog Talk and Kitties too jump in here and, and be supporters of Dog Talk University. When we come back, I'm going to do the 101 on throwing up because, like, what's up with upchucking? We need to know more about it so we can make sure that we are not missing important signs of serious illness. We'll be right back. This show is made possible in part by Precious Cat Litter, owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian in Colorado who has created innovative litters for the health of all members of the family, with low-dust litters that allow everyone to breathe easier. Precious Cat's newest health monitor litter has broken new ground by allowing people to find the early signs of kidney disease in their kitty cats and intervene before damage is done, prolonging the quality and length of a cat's life. This show is also brought to you with the generous support of Nordic Naturals, omega-3 fish oil products that provide dogs and cats with the same premium quality omega-3 fish oils as for people. Research shows that even the best diets are deficient in the essential fatty acids found in omega-3 oils. However, all fish oil is not created equal. The Nordic Naturals' difference is that their oil comes from Norway, where they use responsibly sourced healthy wild fish and third-party testing to guarantee purity and freshness. Vomiting 101. So what does vomiting mean? Well, it's pretty much like in humans. It's the forceful emptying of the contents of the stomach. And it, it comes from a signal from the brain to the stomach. And it comes from a part of the brain known as the vomiting center. Gross but true, there is a vomiting center in your brain. Vomiting or uh, developed originally because it would it help save animals and people from poisoning, which often could happen when food is tainted or dogs eat odd things that were never meant to be ingested, so nerves in the abdomen or certain substances in the bloodstream send a signal to this vomiting center in the brain that the dog may have eaten something toxic. And vomiting is a way, of course, to rid the body of the toxic substance. So while vomiting still occurs in dogs, it's highly unlikely that they've ingested a toxin. Although anything's possible, my sister's dog, Luca, on two occasions, ate rat poison that was put out in Central Park in New York City, which I think is pretty reprehensible that that's how they were dealing with the rat population. And he had to be put on IV and vitamin K for clotting because unfortunately, the most horrible kinds of rat and mouse poison cause them to bleed to death. And if your dog eats it, the same thing can happen to them. But so those kind of toxins are around. And in a household, people, people often leave access to things that can be toxic. I mean, something as simple as drips of antifreeze in the garage. So... While toxins are less of a threat to pet dogs than to their wild ancestors, over time, many more triggers than just toxins began to induce the brain to signal vomiting. So, important to know what you should do if your dog vomits. First, you want to control the vomiting. Then you find out why. So, you do not want your dog to vomit more than once. Uh, That may sound obvious, but to many people it's not. Every time that dog vomits, the stomach is getting irritated by stomach bile, by the action of throwing up, and there are things that we do without realizing it that will cause more vomiting, and vomiting leads to vomiting, and now you have a dog that's retching and retching, and in a sense, getting sicker and sicker, because we've allowed that dog to either eat something else, to gnaw on grass, which is really bad in this situation, or to drink water. So if your dog is vomited, but then kind of shakes it off and acts normal, not still looking like he needs to vomit, not being lethargic or depressed or looking like he's in pain or having a swollen belly or the beginning of a swollen belly, there's probably very little to be concerned about. And he may want to go back to his dinner bowl if he's recently eaten or drink water, but don't think about this as we do if we throw up. We, oh, my God, I want to chew some gum or I want to brush my teeth or I want to rinse out my mouth. Even if your dog wants to eat or drink, while well, that is a sign that their stomach is no longer bothering them. Do not let that happen. Any liquid, anything that goes in their stomach at all is going to induce more vomiting. Once a dog's stomach goes through the rigors, and the smooth muscular contractions that are associated with vomiting, and the potential irritation to the stomach wall itself from having vomited, either the vomiting itself or what caused it, the stomach is primed to vomit some more. So anything that goes in there, even something as neutral as water, will stretch or stimulate the stomach wall and induce more vomiting. So what's always recommended and we're talking about an otherwise healthy dog without a history of digestive problems. Just this dog that has thrown up once in a blue moon is keep the dog's stomach empty without food or wa- without food for at least 12 hours is the usual recommendation. And certainly at least an hour even for water. So you pick up water bowls. Your dog is thrown up. You've cleaned it up. You're trying not to throw up yourself over the whole thing. Don't allow access to water. You can put a few ice cubes or ice chips in the water bowl so that he can lick at that or crunch on it, but it minimizes the amount of water that he can take in at any one time, which will prevent the stomach from stretching out and being reinduced to throwing up. However, if your dog keeps needing or wanting to vomit, even though you've kept his stomach empty, or your dog seems blue, depressed, listless, energyless, begins to dry heave, you need to call your veterinarian and get right in. Call up and say, my dog has vomited twice or three times. They will ask you that. They'll ask you a number of other questions, which I'll go through in a minute. That's a sign that there is something going on that needs to be gotten on top of doesn't mean it's life-threatening, but the vet has medications that can stop the vomiting, can stop the nausea, can stop the stomach acid, and also check out if there's something else going on. The the really important thing to check for, particularly if you have a large breed dog with a very deep chest, like my Weimaraners, like many of the large breed dogs, you want to put your stomach on your dog's abdomen, on the belly, And feel if it is tightening, sort of like a drum. Is it beginning to expand and tighten up? If that is the case, that is a sign of bloat. Bloat is life-threatening. Bloat is extremely painful, and bloat will kill a dog unless you intervene quickly with surgery. So you immediately call your vet and say, the dog is thrown up once, twice, over many times and his stomach is swelling up, your vet may be set up in such a way that they can do emergency bloat surgery or have you come in and stabilize the dog with pain medication and perhaps some other intervention and then arrange for you to get to your local emergency hospital, which also needs to be called ahead of time to let them know that you're coming because they will be prepared to do emergency surgery. Another big concern if your dog has thrown up multiple times and maybe you didn't realize about the water or the dog somehow got access to water, maybe through a swimming pool or a pond, and you didn't think to keep them away from it, is that the more a dog throws up, it can get dehydrated, like babies. So severe vomiting or ongoing vomiting means that your dog needs to get to to the vet, and they may even want to admit them, fluid replacement by IV or maybe under the skin, as well as a diagnosis for what's going on. So the, the vomiting needs to be stopped in general, prevent dehydration and prevent further irritation and to gain control of it and, and and perhaps be able to eliminate whatever the main cause was of the vomiting. So you have normal versus abnormal vomiting. Unfortunately, many people, and I'm going to have a little end note at the end about our kitty cats and their throwing up, they think that it's normal for a dog to throw up a lot. It is not. If you have a baby or a child or even yourself and you threw up once or twice a week, I hope to heaven you'd know that is not normal, that something is going on. So when is vomiting more serious? Well, when it's more often. There's something going on that needs to be found out. It's not just, oh, I have a dog who throws up. What you're really saying is, I have a dog who's sick, and I need to do something about it. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk, I'll talk about vomiting that could be more serious and some of the myths that people have about why dogs throw up. We'll be right back. This show is brought to you with the generous support of Halo, holistic, natural cat and dog foods, which are made from real ingredients you can recognize. Halo uses real meat in their kibble, no rendered byproducts, chicken meal, or chemicals. And their new grain-free recipes, like Vigor, give you even more healthy choices for your pet's dinner, while Daily Greens brings vitamins and digestive enzymes into your dog's diet. Halo is a private company partly owned by Ellen DeGeneres, where they emphasize giving back. By making donations to shelters through freekibble.com for pets awaiting a forever home. I am back on this queasy making subject, but, but one that honestly, I've had two dogs in my life, two beloved dogs. Well, whose dogs aren't beloved? Both of whom had intermittent bouts of vomiting, which I. In one case with Roma, my golden retriever, I traveled a lot with her. And when she threw up, I thought, oh, boy, she's just licked too many spaghetti plates in the kitchen. Or, oh, it was probably that bone she ate. But she did vomit, not infrequently. And because I was traveling and veterinary care abroad was certainly not as good as it is in the U.S., I didn't aggressively pay attention to it. And one day when she got incredibly ill in Italy and I rushed her to the English vet there, they didn't do the right tests. And it was the beginning of pancreatitis. And the horrible and sad truth is that Roma wound up dying from pancreatitis, which simply was not well understood by me or even the vet that I had taken her to. So it doesn't have to be high drama. The dog can just not seem quite right, not have an appetite, and throw up, regularly whatever that may mean to your dog that is a sign of an underlying disease process it's not part of normal dog digestion or health and if your dog has pancreatitis like my friend Diane's dog Stella was diagnosed with it means monitoring their diet forever forever extremely low fat diet and i it, you know there are changing ideas about pancreatitis diets but always low fat which means that that dog for life would have to be carefully monitored, what treats and what meals, and then your dog lives a long and happy life. If you are unaware of it and allow that dog to vomit infrequently but regularly, as I did with Roma, by the time it's diagnosed with a blood test and the dog's put on IV fluids and IV antibiotics, it's, uh, as the vet said to me, you just punt just like they do with people. You just hope. And unfortunately, she didn't, she didn't win that one. And it was devastating for me to realize that I could have done something about it sooner had I been more aggressive. So if your dog throws up regularly, do not think, oh, he just eats fast. There's no such thing. Well, there's certainly such a thing as a, as a lab or other dogs who hoover up their food like a vacuum cleaner. But if a dog has a normally functioning stomach, it expands just fine. Whether a bunch of food goes in fast or it's nibbled at over hours. Dogs who eat grass. This is a real chicken versus egg conundrum. Do dogs vomit because they eat grass, which a lot of people misinterpret, or do they eat grass because they feel the need to vomit? And their instinct is to eat grass to irritate, to trigger the throwing up, like a kind of bulimia, a choice to throw up. What is Abnormal is those dogs who, in response to their nausea or gut discomfort, develop this yen for eating grass or leaves or twigs or dirt or whatever else they can get their mouth on, and it induces vomiting. So do not believe that, oh, it's good for my dog to eat grass. It's very good. It's healthy. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing it. It's just natural. Uh, it's really n- not. It's a misunderstanding. We well, could call it an old wives' tale, but it's a misunderstanding. If your dog has looks nauseous, has heaving sides, wants to throw up, do not allow the dog to eat grass. And don't do what happened to Teddy, my other dog who wound up having liver cancer after, uh, I would say, almost a year of these intermittent bouts of throwing up. He would throw up and then rush out to eat any kind of plant matter. Dogs often will do that. Their stomach still feels bad, and they still want to trigger that throwing up. So eating that grass can cause additional problems because it causes more vomiting. It irritates the stomach further, and, and there's no value in it at all. Now, some dogs are just normal grass grazers. They, they munch on greenery, do so without vomiting. They feel perfectly fine. And for those dogs, it's normal if your dog has access to grass all the time. Like my friend Cindy, who refers to her dog Addie's, my little cow grazing over there, because every time we go for walks in fields, Addie's munching away on the grass. But if you're talking about a dog that uh, is eating your decorative plant at home, which could be toxic in and of itself and it probably has horribly sharp edges or leaves. Uh, I mean, all the more reason to not embrace grass eating as something good for your dog. So reasons for vomiting, it, it should be something that's bothering the gastrointestinal tract, and that can be having eaten. Some dogs eat toys and clothes or things from the garbage or or bones or sticks or leaves that have been a larger piece and they're irritating um, and when and when the dog vomits it up, you see those things in it. I mean, there are people with Labrador Retrievers who, I say labs just because that's sort of the, the myth, they eat people's whole socks and underwear. Uh, those dogs generally might throw up, but they would dry heave, and those dogs are the ones where the X-ray of the stomach shows the need for stomach surgery. So that's not something you can, can uh, treat uh, mildly. And if there's anything in the vomitus that looks dark or gritty like coffee grounds, that's pretty serious. That means that there there could be bleeding in the stomach, irritation or bleeding. And some of that vomit, you should try and scoop it up in a baggie. Sorry, really gross. But that vomit can help the vet diagnose what's going on. So if your dog does more than just that one throw-up, and even with the one throw-up, if you have any doubt... You should call the vet, and a vet tech will ask you questions on the phone before making the appointment, both because what if it's bloat that's developing? What if it's a pancreatic emergency? What if it's something really serious? Or what if it's something you could come in tomorrow and have an appointment? They want to know if if your dog... How, long, how many times have thrown up? How long, wh- over what period of time have they lost any weight recently? Any change in medications? That means any kind of supplements, too. Has their appetite changed? Uh, d- the timing of the vomiting vis-a-vis meals. If your, do- if your vet or the vet tech doesn't ask you these questions, they're not doing a thorough job. These are questions you should be knowing to ask. All the little things you can think of because it tells a lot about what is causing it. So what time of day does it happen? Anything in there other than food, let's say, or bile? Uh, What does she normally eat? And has her appetite changed? Any change in the amount of drinking? Drinking water is a sign of many, or uh, an increased thirst is a sign of many kinds of disease processes. Any other symptoms that seem at all unusual? So you should get to the vet and let the vet feel the belly. Very important. A thorough physical. The belly area, again, going to this issue of is it distended, is it swollen, which would mean that bloat is happening, or is it painful? That could mean there's something with the gallbladder, the liver, the pancreas, painful on palpation. Obviously, the vet will listen to the heart and lungs, as they always do, and check the gums. The gums and the refill there, uh, it tells you whether that dog might have internal bleeding, uh, Is there any dehydration? They can check that with the skin. Any abnormalities in the dog on just a regular uh, exam that you would have pretty much, I hope, along those lines any time you go into the vet. So the primary causes of vomiting have to do with gastrointestinal distress. There could be parasites, meaning worms of various kinds. Toxins, taken in something that was poisonous, could be plant, could be something that's put out to kill other animals, foreign body, could be any sorts of things swallowed, a bottle cap, you name it, spoiled food, maybe their own food was off, maybe that you've had kibble that wasn't properly stored, you've had it around too long. There are toxins that develop in kibble, aflatoxins and so forth, which is why you should only buy enough kibble that your dog goes through it in a month and keep it in a properly sealed container. Maybe the dog has food allergies. Uh, Stomach ulcers can develop in dogs. And inflammatory bowel disease. It's kind of a big catch-all phrase, IBD, but that's possible. There are other serious diseases. I mean, obviously those are all serious conditions, but serious diseases like IBD that can be the underlying cause of vomiting where there's no obvious cause that fits into that category. Everything from cancer to pancreatitis that I mentioned, to a uterine infection in an intact female who hasn't been spayed, kidney or liver disease, parvo or distemper in a dog, and in a kitty cat, panaleukopenia virus or thyroid disease can all cause vomiting. So without being too alarmist, it, it just goes to show that there is a good reason to have a vet check your dog out and to ask a lot of good questions. Medications, doc- doctors have a really good injection of convenia, which can give a couple of days of relief from nausea and vomiting, or sometimes in pill form. If the, if the dog, or in some cases the cat, has been throwing up a lot, then they, they may want to hospitalize them, put them on IV fluids, put them on po- even possibly IV antibiotics, and observe them. If they can't figure out what the reason is, then they they may want to treat it anyway so that they're treating before they get, treating at least the symptoms before they get a diagnosis. So those more serious problems like liver or kidney failure, diabetes, inflammation of the pancreas, a severe viral infection, or an allergic bowel disease, uh, which would be an inflammatory bowel disease with the reason of it being an allergy, all need to be. Ruled out, basically. So blood and urine testing. Uh, Often a doctor wants to do an x-ray and ultrasound. Do not deny the ability to do that. Don't just poo-poo it. And if if you need to go further down that road, there are doctors that can do biopsies. Surgically or through endoscopy. Like in humans, the long telescope that's non-surgically passed into the, the stomach or the bowel. So diet change. Uh, and these medications are something that doctors use. They often will, for a dog like Teddy, who had this nausea that would happen in the morning, he'd throw up bile, he would sometimes throw up breakfast. I do believe it was the beginning of liver cancer that simply wasn't aggressively enough diagnosed. Uh, Pepsidase C is often used. The best time to use that, they say, for a dog and for a person is to take it before bed, which is when you're lying down with an empty stomach, so that stomach acid can become more irritating. And uh, just to wrap up, the treatment of mild vomiting responds to basic TLC at home. So usually they say to withhold food for 12 hours or even 24, which you have to talk to your vet about that. If you have a young puppy or kitten, they need food more frequently. They cannot go that long without food. Or you have a pet that has another kind of a medical problem. Diabetes are another problem. You can't withhold food. Have to ask your vet. And most doctors say for a few days after throwing up, give small amounts, more frequent meals, at least three a day, of bland, highly digestible food. Usually they talk about boiled, lean chicken and rice or a prescription intestinal diet. So that pretty much covers everything you ever wanted to know and I do know more than you really wanted to know about throwing up but I think it's valuable to have and it's good to park in the back of your brain and I hope there's no more puking going on in your house for months to come but when it does happen I hope that some of these tips stay in the back of your mind instead of just saying ah that's okay that's normal or oh he does that all the time or gee he was eating all that grass that's good that he ate all the grass and it's good that he threw up it isn't really Not until you get to the bottom of it and figure it out. Thank you so much for listening to Dog Talk University. You have now gotten one credit for your first course, and I look forward to bringing more of them to you sometime soon. Bye for now.